Michael, you and I share the experience of growing up in the New York metropolitan area. I'm sure we both watched many of the same games from different viewpoints at Madison Square Garden of hotshot players coming in, great players, gritty players from mainly the United States. But the guy we're talking about today, you tweeted, can't think of anyone who extracted more of his innate basketball talent than Eli Pasquale, Canada's point guard in the 80s, rest in peace. Coming from you, that's an extreme praise. Well, Pasquale was a really tough guy, and he had a baby face, so his look, his demeanor belied how tough a player he was. At the time, he was playing internationally for Canada. He was Canada's point guard of the 80s, and he was playing not only against Michael Jordan in 1984 at the Olympics, but he was playing against some European point guards, not the fastest guys in the world, but men who looked like they were about 50 and you know, looked like they were the toughest guys in the world, and he would play them head up and play them very tough. Uh, he was not the godfather of Canadian basketball, but certainly an exemplar of what Canada basketball was in the 80s. A terrific point guard. He had a great two-guard in Jay Triano. And Canada basketball worked, not at the level it works now, obviously, but uh, it works in part because of the groundwork that players like Eli Pasquale laid. I was thinking about him in preparation to speak to you. He's also the idol of every ham and egger sitting at the, inch, at the end of a bench that thinks that he can play. He's an, he was a true inspiration for hackers like me, for example. He was, uh, because if you looked at him, you'd say, no, nah, he's not really tall enough, and he's kind of thin, and he looked like he'd stepped out of a Gerber's baby food ad. And if he could play at that level, then, hey, why couldn't we? Why mm -hmm. couldn't we aspire to something more? Uh, but that toughness that was belied by his appearance was what shone through. He ran the game in the way that point guards in that generation did. We're not looking at point guards in the same way as we're into the 21st century. And players like LeBron James play the point. Um, Michael Jordan even was his own point guard quite often, even though he had James Paxson with the Bulls. Uh, but he was the classic point guard, and he came out of the University of Victoria which now we compare to Carlton and the great success the Ravens have had. Well, there was no other team in Canada, no basketball dynasty. And what he was doing at UVic was essentially what was being done down the West Coast at UCLA under John Wooden. UVic in that time was essentially the UCLA of Canada. And if you look at the Olympic teams, uh, these were largely made up, certainly the team in 84, was largely made up of UVic players. And it was Pasquale who made those teams go. In a way, it's the, he was the 
representative of, a, of an era at the end of an era that both you and I grew up watching, right? We would watch the Dayton Flyers come in yeah. to the garden or, uh, I mean, I, well, or, or Cincinnati. I mean, I remember when Oscar Robertson came in for the holiday festival. I don't you, I'm, you know. I'm older than you. You may not remember this. And I think he scored 50 points one night at the garden. It's, it's, he's a turning point basically for the game of basketball. Maybe, I think so, eh? Well, if you look at uh, who comes after, and one of his counselors in his camps out in Victoria was Steve Nash. And Steve Nash essentially took over from where Pasquale came. Pasquale wasn't going to play in the NBA. The league wasn't as open to non-Americans as it is now. I'm not even sure that now Pasquale would have played. Um, But... He went to a couple of camps, but he raised a generation of players, including Steve Nash, who's a two-time mm-hmm. NBA All-Star. That's unthinkable. Oh, excuse me, MVP. He was an eight-time All-Star. That's unthinkable if you look at the generation that Eli came from and Jay Triano came from. And now any night in the NBA, there are going to be players from Canada who jump out at you, Jamal Murray, Andrew Wiggins, the first overall draft choice, Tristan Thompson, uh, Dylan Brooks went for 31 points the other night, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, his cousin, a rookie, Nikhil Alexander, Walker, Walker, Kelly Olenek, there are guys upon guys. Now, they don't all play for the national team as often as players like Eli did and was willing to do because that was what you did then. Well, you weren't playing in the NBA. You were going to represent Canada at every opportunity, including in the university games in Edmonton in 1983 when Canada beat uh, a U.S. team that had Barkley and Malone. Oh, I remember that game. Holy yep. smoke. Holy smoke. Okay, so last question then, because you are really good with words. What's his legacy besides Steve Nash? But what's his legacy? What's Eli's? He's a reminder that if you work hard enough and are dedicated enough, things are possible. And I'm not sure this new generation of Canadian basketball players, this generation knows who he was. They know Jay Triano because Jay coached some of them. But if you look and see what Pasquale was able to do, a little bit undersized. He made the seemingly impossible happen. And that's a measure of hope and a measure of confidence we can all take away as we navigate our own lives.